Welcome to another episode of Life's 3x5's podcast. Liz and Tim have created the ideal conversation formula for them. Everything begins with what's on a 3x5 index card. It can be anything and it can go anywhere in 30 minutes or so. If allowed, they can somehow magically become connected by a single word. And now, today's unscripted and unpredictable conversation between two longtime radio friends from a remote location with Liz Wilder and Tim Larson. Welcome back to Life's 3x5s. It is season one and episode three, and today is October 27th, 2021, and we are at the Edgebrook Center Farmer's Market. We are. I'm Liz Wilder, by the way. Uh, I'm Tim Larson. And when I drove in this morning, it was 46 degrees. It feels like 36 <laughs> degrees right now. It's cold. Although we are underneath a little overhang with the heaters shining down on us, but it's the wind which just whips through us. It does. I'm not a layer girl normally, but Tim but, has warned me, and he's a layer man, but I am a layer girl. <laughs> I have one, two, three la- layers on my bottom half. I have Do you one, really? two, three, four on my top half. Do you really? I do. Wow. I do, because it's freaking cold. I am so impressed. Oh, gosh. I am so impressed. What am I going to do when winter comes, right? Well, <laughs> you know, we'll just parka it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, bump. Yeah. This is, uh, this is the oldest mall in uh, Rockford. We are towards the center of town. Mm-hmm. I think the farmer's market has been going on 46 years. I wow. think it's, yeah, 46 years. I love farmer's markets. I'm telling you. And they're, they're a different breed of people, aren't they? Mm-hmm. They really are. They are rough and ready. They are about as genuine and nice as can be. Yep. The Rains Honey Farm gave us some little samples of their honey, and I put that in my coffee from Mary's Market, which is right across the way <laughs> from the Banshell here. You could put that on a turd, How and I would eat it. How tall is this little guy? Oh, he's maybe two and a half inches. This is so cute. Yeah. Okay, so I got to tell you, oops, and there goes my scone, which yeah. I got from Scratch Bakery. It's really good. I have to eat that later. All the good little sugar just came off of it. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's windy. It's the wind, yeah. So I got to tell you a little story about this little tiny honeybee, honey bear. Yeah. Okay, so when I was dating my now husband, okay. um, I brought him home to the family. And my niece and my nephew, they were all little kids, little at that age. And they were learning who was who, you know, who's aunt, who's uncle. How do you put the faces to the names? What's an aunt, what's an uncle, what's a cousin? You know, yeah. that type it's of thing. It's a big puzzle. It is a big puzzle yeah. when you're little and trying to figure it out. It's a big so puzzle when you're when old. That's <laughs> true, and you got a new family. I, that's a new out. baby. I have no idea who they're connected to. <laughs> so my little sister put together some pictures, and she said, this is your Aunt Jennifer and Uncle Jim, because my sister Jennifer and Jim were married. Married. Okay. Your Aunt Joanne and Uncle Scott, they were married. And here's your Aunt Liz and... <laughs> She wasn't quite sure what to call Brian. No. So she says, and that's that's Aunt Liz's honey, Brian. So she's like, oh, okay, Aww. which was wonderful. Yes. So it was so cute because the next time that she saw us, little Morgan was itty-bitty. Next time she saw myself and Brian, she says, hi, Aunt Liz. Hi, Uncle Brian, honey. <laughs> Uncle Brian, honey. And so Uncle Brian, honey, has stuck. Well, Jared, who was about the same age, well, he's, yeah, he is the same age, he's two months older than her, for Christmas, was so excited to give Uncle Brian, honey, his present. He got him a yellow, with a little spoon, honey pot, and a big jar 
of a honey bear, honey, oh. for Uncle Brian, honey. Get yeah, it? As, as Jared yeah. would say, get it, get it, Uncle yeah. Brian, honey, get it, yeah, honey, we, Uncle Brian, honey, get yeah, it, get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, we always get it. We always get yeah, it. Yeah, it's been going on for decades. We always get it. <laughs> but you know, he's so cute, and at that age, you're like, oh, it's perfect. That is hilarious. So that's stuck. Wow. So 21 years later, that's he's still hilarious. Uncle Brian, honey. Well, we are not, it's, you know, 10 o'clock in the morning, we are yeah. not doing wine, although we could. Uh, <laughs> I, what are you drinking? I am drinking hot apple cider. <gasps> I didn't know they had it. Yeah. Oh, I got, I got, you got I got coffee, <laughs> which will catch up with me later. But I'm okay with that. Yeah. I will, as long as it's later and not now. So let's give a toast. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? Since we're at Farmer's Market, here's what we're going to do. This one is to the farmers for what they know and what they grow. Oh. Cheers. Because they do know a lot. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. You spend... Five they grow so much cool stuff. Yeah, but you you spend five minutes with any of these people, and you go, "I'm an idiot." <laughs> no, I just I don't know anything. I Phil, going back to the honey guy, rains honey. Uh, they, they transport honeybees on a seasonal basis to California. Oh wow! Okay. And of course, there's a whole big story behind that, and he's willing to tell you because he's just so excited about yeah. the whole thing. I had no clue. I mean, I knew about the queen bee and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but. Mm. Well, and it's funny, we had a garage sale this past weekend, and there was a gentleman who came in for some ball jars, and I'm thinking, oh, you're going to do a lot of canning? He goes, oh, no, 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 this is for all my, my bees, my, the honey from my bees. And I went, what? Yeah. Because he got five boxes full of barge, bell, ball jars. Ball jars. That's okay, you'll yeah. be all right. <laughs> and that That's was okay. apple cider, seriously. <laughs> ball jars that my... Our neighbor was selling them all too, so it was like, oh, unreal. And I never, I should have stopped to ask him more about it, and I really didn't. But he does that kind of quantity. Yeah, crazy, right? Wow. So I don't know if he's part of the Rain's Honey people or if he's got his own honey farm or whatever. But I just love it. And I'm looking down the row at the farmers market. Not only are there is there honey, but there's canine crunchies where they're making dog biscuits. Those are great. You know, I'm going to have to stop and get some for Katie. Do you know they're they're good? And I mean that. In the most literal sense. Brian, because you can eat them. Brian Thomas and I had uh, vodka gimlets. Oh, gosh. Which was not my idea. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, it will knock you flat on your keister and your hiney and whatever else you want to call it. And, and you were acting like dogs? At, Is that sort of. Oh, okay. <laughs> sort of, now that you mention it. And by the end of the afternoon out at his property, because that's when we did all the fishing and we mm. transported the 150 fish out of his pond. Wow. Because his pond is really low this year. Because we've had no rain up here no. pretty much. And we transported them down the road at the back of a tractor uh, to, a, to a healthier couple of ponds. Uh-huh. So we're just sitting around. And by the end of the afternoon, we're eating dog cookies. It's like, because right, I bought these dog cookies here and gave them because he's got a German shepherd and a little Benji type yep. dog. Yep. But we're eating them. The I dogs, know, they're really good the dogs are sitting over to the side going hey hello hey you know come on you know they're for us no but they're they're really good there's there's another breed of another breed (laughs) another brand of dog cookies too and i can't remember what it is right off the top of my head but i get it from chewy's and they're actually good i mean you could people can eat them nice banana um there's banana there's pumpkin there's blueberry and there's one other one that i can't remember what it is but i've i've tried them all wow. i like i got a dog best. treat story for you okay you know you, you and i have known each other forever yep. uh, through radio well amy was one of my interns it was the year before sandy my wife was one of our intern groups there's usually okay. three or four that came in yeah. to the radio station per season 
Sandy still, you know, exercises with her, goes walking with her every week, and we go out to dinner all the time, years and years and years later. Well, uh, Amy at one time was working for a manufacturer here in Rockford of dog treats. Oh, fun. And, and this is right before the pandemic hit. Oh. And one of their biggest customers is Walgreens, and they do a special, what do they call it, a private label. Yes, for, private label. Yeah, yes, private yes, label yes. for them. They said, uh, you know, everything is going great, blah, blah, blah. We want you to develop a new flavor for us. Mm. So, you know, the chemist guys in the back started figuring up stuff together, and they came up with chicken bacon strips. Yuck. Okay. <laughs> what? Oh, they look like strips? Well, they're, they're, they're like... thin? Yeah. Well, okay. yeah, but they're, they're a lot smaller than a, than a bacon strip would be. Okay. So that was the combination. So Amy's just telling this to Sandy, and she says, you know we're going to need new packaging and new this, that, and the other. And she says, you guys have just the cutest dog ever. Aww. We've got a Wheaton Terrier, oh soft-coated gosh, Wheaton beautiful. Terrier. And she says, uh, would you guys be interested in taking some photos and doing some artwork and having her be on the packaging? We're going, are you kidding me? We're out in the front yard with a piece of cardboard because the dog <laughs> on the packaging has its paws over the edge of the logo. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we had to simulate that, and then they drop it into the artwork. Okay. So here we are. Here's the three of us. Here's Eric and Sandy and I with the dog, and the dog is going, what in the hell are we <laughs> doing here? So it's cardboard, and it's chairs, and it's all this prop stuff, and I'm underneath holding the dog, and Sandy's going, Maya, Maya, you know, trying to get her to get that face, and of course, Eric's taking the photo. The neighbors think we're nuts. <laughs> You know, come on. We, we've seen them do things before, but this is new. Yeah, this tops the cake. And the proof from the artwork, the everything. They had pre-production samples to Walgreens and everything else. The pandemic hit. People didn't go out. People didn't buy anything special. And they have yet to kick in a new flavor. So we were so close. And she but she's still going to have the flavor come out, correct? Well, you would think eventually, yes. Yes, you would think okay. eventually, but they haven't pulled the trigger on it. But when they pull the trigger... Maya uh, will be a movie star. Nationwide. Ooh, it's exciting. nationwide distribution. It's not just regionally. It's every Walgreens in the nation. You know, everything's ready. We don't have to do anymore, but they have to pull the trigger on a new and justify uh, doing a new treat. Oh, flavor. Tim, when that comes out, Isn't I'm getting cool? a box and I want a potograph. <laughs> <laughs> well, she could do that for you for a fee, I'm yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. I'll give her a couple of cookies yeah. for that. By the way, uh, Sandy ended up uh, sort of perusing the, the farmer's market. She got you a cinnamon scone yes. and got me a cinnamon roll from, mm. uh, from Scratch Bakery. And it's so nice. She's such a sweet lady. Mm. Uh, not my wife, the, the other Your guy. wife is a sweet lady, too. <laughs> yeah, she is. And by the way, I if know. you want to ever check out what's going on at Scratch Bakery, you can uh, email them. Scratchbakery7 at gmail.com. Yeah. She is always manning uh, kids at the booth. So, really? you know, that gives them that ethic, working with the public and exchanging money and how to do customer service. And so, you know, beyond the farmer's market, that particular vendor is going much deeper and, and having much more effect on people than just selling them bakery goods. Is it? Is it her kids or? Well, some of them are. Oh, yeah, okay. some of them are. But they recruit their friends and stuff like that because you know they do, they sort of do a rotation type thing. And by the way, you see this uh, sort of food truck looking thing right in front of us with yeah. all the wonderful smells coming our yes. way. Yes, and it looks, it looks like it doesn't belong. 
because it's a food truck trailer-ish looking thing as opposed to a pop-up. One of these things doesn't belong here. Okay, sorry. I had to yeah, break out in song on that I one. I know. I was just, was that you were thinking of that too, Sesame Street. Yeah, 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 yeah. This guy does the oh, Woodstone um, fire, pizzas. Yeah, the Woodstone fired pizzas. Yes. And and he uses all the ingredients from the farmer's market. Get out of here. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Isn't that cool? So he just goes around and buys some and then makes the pizzas? That's it. Oh, how fun. That is it. I wonder what a succulent pizza would taste like. Is that what they call no, it? see that? Those are succulents right across the way. Those are succulent plants. All right. Help me. I have no <laughs> idea. You can't see it because the pole's in the way. Stand up for a minute and go look. Succulent to me is an adjective. <laughs> it is. It's a succulent it, plant. A succulent plant. Is it a general thing or is it a specific plant? Oh, now you're going to get me into all this botanical stuff. Well, here we go. Here we go. I'm just going to tell you it's a little plant. Look, okay. Tim, lean backwards and look. See the little. I do see. Okay, yeah. Yeah. They're They're like. They're They're succulents. They go in a little pot like this and. They're like fat jade plants. Don't they have fat leaves that have a lot of of water in them? It looks like some of them are. I can't right. really tell from here. Well, you sold me. I'm going to get one. Those, they're beautiful. Seriously. And I see pumpkins right next to it. I also see a whole entire grocery store, it feels like. You know, all the different yeah. vegetables and stuff there. This is the week before and Halloween. And they're dressed up. I know. They're all dressed are, up. Yeah they, are dre- yeah, they are dressed up. I saw the, the, the dinosaur. Do you see that yes. kid? Did Man, you see that, the kids? Three little kid, kids that oh, dressed. Oh, God. He couldn't hardly walk. That's hilarious. Or something else. Are you dressing up and doing something i know you did something with your sisters with the witch doctors but are you doing something this weekend i'm a little dressed up right now can you see my pretty little earrings i do love those they are orange and black danglies and they match my orange and black outfit that i'm wearing because it's my layer see look at that i'm all but i have look at pink socks so it's not orange sorry they're pink you don't get to look at those okay (laughs) but this no we are actually going up to see friends of ours in uh wisconsin about five hours away from here don't really know what we have planned. I kind of have some fun little goodies for them. Five hours? Are you like a Eagle River? I have no idea Hayward? where it is. I don't you have no idea? Is. No. Oh, and it's Halloween weekend. It's, I know. I'm taking you in the <laughs> woods. Where you no, no, where you're going? Yeah, I, I don't know. So My this, husband has. He's got the address. This, <laughs> and they actually have an address back <laughs> yeah. there. Well, that's ah, a, smart. Alec. That's encouraging. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just in the middle of the woods. No. All but right. normally I do get dressed up and I hand out um, treats to the kids. And I'm really bummed because now this year we've got kids in our neighborhood. Whereas the last couple of years we've only yeah. had like one or two kids. We've actually got kids in our neighborhood and I'm so disappointed that I won't be there to hand out stuff. Are you but I get dressed up. I get dressed up as a witch. Mm-hmm. I've been, well, obviously a witch doctor for my sisters and I. Um, but I put on the makeup, the nose, oh, the hat. Man. I mean, scary stuff. You guys looked really good for that festival. Thank I, you. I mean, to be able to coordinate with the stethoscopes and the scrubs and... You know, Thank the you. big, big hats. Which my and, sister made. Yeah. We'll have to put a picture on our blog and on our Facebook page, too. Yes. To show yes. you all yeah, that Yeah, we'll do that because a picture is worth a thousand words in that one. Uh, we go to a annual Christmas, or not Christmas, Halloween party. Mm-hmm. Um, probably about 25 people somewhere in that area. And uh, Mindy and Tony, I introduced them. Tony was a client. Mindy worked for me. And As one of your interns? No, Sorry, no, I just had to say that. And, and let me just <laughs> clarify. Sandy was an intern, and Amy was an intern before it was fashionable. Oh, Yes, and okay. I think you know what that means. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway. But Mindy was none of this. No, Mindy was none of this. So Mindy says, uh, we are going to theme the costumes this oh, year. Oh, I love that. I love theme parties. Well... 
I this, love theme this, parties. This is, this is pinning us in a corner for Sandy and I because okay. the theme is superheroes. Oh, fun. Well, see, you would think it's fun. I do. But we don't have a clue. At least we didn't until a week ago. We didn't have a clue as to what to do because we don't have the stature, let's say, to be a Superman and a Wonder Woman. Well, we're, you know, you don't have to. You, that's just the idea. That's I, the fun I part. I know. We're more know? like Clark Kent and Lois in regular Why clothing. Why don't you be that? Well, here's what we did. Okay. We're struggling. We're going, you know what? We just, we just may not go to the party. Oh, don't do that. Yeah. So we're watching 60 Minutes. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, 60 Minutes. This is where we get the idea <laughs> for superheroes. <laughs> and they are doing a story on the supply chain. Okay. Problems with containers, problems with factories, problems with retail. Mm -hmm. But the main problem that they're saying is we don't have truckers to get products from point A to point B. Ooh. They are the heroes of the supply chain. And Sandy and I looked at each other and said, we're going to dress as truckers. 10-4 good, buddy. That's it. All right. So we went and got our flannel shirts. And she's actually going to be wearing her dad's flannel shirt. Oh, that'll be cool. Yeah. Of course, we've got our denim jackets and we've yeah. got our good buddy hats. Mine is going to be Red Man Chewing Tobacco. <laughs> and I got, I got that from my dad down in Missouri this last week. I went through 12 boxes of his hats. Just walk down memory lane type yeah, of thing. But right. I was specifically looking for some kind of a redneck trucker's hat. Oh, well, I found it. Oh, man, did I find it. But then here's, here's what we also did. We found some hats that would uh, be very, very ideal, like if, if a person has died, mm -hmm. to give to their family. Oh. All of a sudden, we start seeing all these hats that really have better homes somewhere else. Family? And, um, like, like a company that this person worked for? Yeah. Or? Like, okay. like, for instance, you remember Ted O'Donnell. Yes. Okay, I've known Ted since he was five years old. I went hotter ballooning with his dad and his grandfather. Okay. They were the inspiration for me naming the company Skyward Promotions because right, we right. used a hotter balloon as our logo. Tim was the owner and he just recently sold his company Skyward Promotions. Just <laughs> FYI. Okay. I love it when you go into your footnote oh, voice. Oh, that's my footnote voice, just in case you wanted to know that. <laughs> that is so hilarious to even watch you do that because, you know, Tim... <laughs> You know, Tim owned a company. <laughs> now, back to the show. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we see these that I had done hats for not only them hot air ballooning, but also the companies that they owned, Flashers oh, wow. and, and Gregory Anderson Construction. But then we keep going through the hats, going through the hats, and I realize that I also did hats for his other grandfather. Oh, who, wow. Who was Joe Marino. Oh, wow. Yeah. Joe Marino, and I'm, okay, I'm not going to do my footnote voice, but just going to explain. <laughs> I love Joe your Marino, voice. <laughs> Joe Marino is a legend here in Rockford, Illinois, because he basically put together the fireworks, uh -huh. whole fireworks for the 4th of July. Mm -hmm. And Joe Marino is, is synonymous with fireworks here in Rockford. Yeah. In so fact, that's they have, amazing. In fact, they have a statue. They, they have do. A they bronze, have a statue of a him A bronze now. statue in downtown Rockford because he was so prevalent in, in celebration. And he also worked for Project First Rate. Okay. So I had done hats for those. So I have, I don't know, six, maybe seven hats on both sides of his family that I'll give to him, if not this afternoon, oh, uh, tomorrow. Yeah. How fun and you is know, that? Ted's going to flip out yeah. because Ted's got that personality. He's the lead singer. He's the big personality. He is. He fills the, up the room. I just love him. He's, he's awesome. He's the lead singer for Dirty Fishnet Stockings. <laughs> And they're sort of rockabilly-ish. Is that a good description? That's a good description, yes. And he's personality plus. 
Yeah. Holy cow! It is not going to a Dan Fogelberg concert <laughs> when you're when you're when you're watching Ted O'Donnell. So anyway, that's that's uh, so that's hats. a connection. Yes, cool. And you you feel good about them not going back on the shelf, although 99% of them did. But you know what I also did? Any of those hats? These are these are um, uh, what do you call it? Overflow hats that I okay. did for customers. These hats that were Rockford companies. Right. I set aside. I went out on my dad's front steps and sort of lined them up uh-huh. and took pictures of them. I don't know exactly what I'm going to do with the pictures yet. And then put the box, put the hats back in the boxes. Oh, fun. So at least I've got something, you know, without having the actual physical hat. You can just put the picture on the outside of the box, and that way you know what's in the box. Uh, that's true, too. That's a little late, but <laughs> I'm not that organized. But I think maybe, you know, I'll put it on Facebook or something like that to just... You know, because people are going to go, oh, my uncle I used to work that. for, yeah, yeah, my uncle used for that company. Well, you'll do so. all of them except for the Chew hat, the red Chew hat that you're going to wear. Isn't the that what Chew that was? Hat? was it? Did you just say it was Chew? Oh, R- Red Man Chewing Tobacco. Yeah, see, yes. Chew, ah, yes. see, well, I was said, right. When you said Chew hat, I thought of Chewy, the dog thing. Oh, no, no, no. no. Oh, okay. We're back to the dog thing. <laughs> well, that's okay, because we like dogs. <laughs> it's kind of fun. I, in fact, I actually kind of expected to see a few dogs around here, but I, I didn't. On leashes, of course. And mm-hmm. I left my girl at home. Well, I just knew she'd be a little too rambunctious around here today. <laughs> she, she loves you too much. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's a yeah. good way of putting it. She, that is a good way of putting it. She likes to snoot everybody. Oops. She's an adorable dog. Um, that's their way of greeting. Yeah, and there, there's no way that you don't know that she's there. Oh, yeah. And she's a leaner. Mm. She leans on you. And, and, and one of those things that we just noticed is she has to have somebody's hand on her or yeah. pet her or whatever she has to touch you yeah she does with her she uses her nose like another hand and i'll tell you what sometimes it's kind of irritating it's fun it's cute i had a roommate like that oh god uses nose oh, as a hand oh geez i don't know what ever happened to that guy oh no i'm kidding oh gosh because i'm like <laughs> i cannot imagine that for what i'm going to tell you she uses her nose up underneath your elbow and knocks your elbow like hey pet me hey i'm right yeah, here so if you're writing or typing yeah screws you up yeah yeah are I've you got, eating foods all over the place so she can eat it on the floor yeah. I've got a snoot story. Okay. Now I know that you're a vegetarian. Uh-huh. So buckle up mm-hmm. on this one. Oh boy. I come back from Missouri. We go through St. Louis. Uh, you know when you're at a gathering, you have you've been through this a thousand times. Oh, it's so good to see you. Yeah. We ought to get together. Yes. Okay. That's the fridge list. Yeah. And what happens normally? Nothing. No nobody ever gets together. Yeah. No. So I call up Cheryl Calhoun, which is now Cheryl Sandusky, down in the St. Louis area, because she said exactly that. I said, I go down there quite often to see my dad. Oh, give me a call, we'll get together. Because my son has three barbecue restaurants in the St. Louis area. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're different names, but they all start with Beast. So Beast oh. and Block, Beast Southern Kitchen, you know, so on and oh, so forth. Oh, fun. This guy, has won three Food Network contests. You know how Guy has our shopping yep. cart thing? Yep. He has won three of those. Oh, sweet. Different. We get there, you know, we go through the thing and we coordinate. And her husband there, and Eric and I are there, my son there. Fantastic food. Wow. Oh, anything from the beans to the ribs is just incredibly well done. So Rick, the husband, says, have you ever had snoot? Snoot, yeah. like in cows. I mean, a pig snoot. 
Snout is what I call it. Well, they call it snoot, and maybe yeah. that's the sexy way of doing it. And I said, <laughs> no. And Eric looks at me going, what have we gotten into? <laughs> so he says, well, I'll do. It's, Tastes it, like chicken. No, I'm just teasing. Oh, no. Oh, God, no. This, this. This is a human rawhide. It what? is the most weirdest thing I have ever bitten into. It is the cheek, okay. although they call it snoot, the cheek of, of, the, of the animal, a uh, pig oh. or, or cow, I guess. Not probably a pig, yeah. They, they fix it in such a way that it sort of hardens like a rawhide, and they throw some barbecue sauce on it. Hmm. it, it I'll eat anything. You know that. So it's like a jerky type thing? Not even. Oh. It's, it's like a jerky that's non-chewy and you have to break it i mean and literally it's hard to break like peanut brittle break yeah uh, can you yes. can you smack it on a table and well, break not it not with sauce oh. on it oh yeah that's true yeah no sauce on it. It, it it was the most peculiar thing i'd ever did you eaten. like it no no you didn't. no but i said i did oh <laughs> you liar well you know you're trying to be hospitable. you're trying to be hosp- nice hospitable <laughs> yeah down there but snoot snoot yeah. Well, interesting. But, well, somebody will have to but try I'm, it. But I'm telling you, everything else was just so well done. And, and all barbecue. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, like uh, Eric had a smoked turkey melt sandwich. Okay. And Cheryl had brisket that they sort of fix like fajitas. So you bring oh. out the soft shell tacos and okay. whatever you want to put on it. And I can't remember what Rick had. He had something like a pulled pork sandwich or something like that. Okay. I asked. Is Dave going to be here? Because he rotates among the three restaurants. Oh, right. And they're in the suburbs of, the, of St. Louis. He says, no, he left yesterday for New York City. Aww. I said, oh, that's sort of interesting. And she smiled. Uh-oh. He's going to open another one. He's going to go head-to-head against Bobby Flay. Oh, yes! Yes. I love that show. Yes. Oh, I hope he wins. So his name... Oh, he beats Bobby Flay. <laughs> well, nobody ever beats Bobby yeah, Flay. Yeah, people do. Do they really? They do. Are you oh, kidding? No, yeah, no, they do. No, I thought it was because, you know... Well, you they know, beat Bobby if, Flay. If you own the golf course, of course you win the... No, oh, really? He oh, can, he, oh, good. I've seen, it tw- I've seen two. Of course, I don't watch it all the time, but the ones that I've seen, oh. out of them, I've seen two people beat him. Oh, that's encouraging. So he's, he went out there to film. Mm-hmm. His name is David Sandusky. Ooh, hoo, hoo, I and, gotta watch for this. And again, this. he's part of Beast. So that's... I don't know how we started on oh, where I was telling you about that. If you've ever had a person, which in this case happened to be my 23-year-old son... Go into a situation where he knows no one, he has no clue, nothing, and he's sort of regretting it because you don't know anybody. You don't know what the deal is. And 10 minutes later, he's a pig in slop. He's telling more stories than we are. That's what's really encouraging. And it doesn't matter who the person is. When that happens and they're not a wallflower, it's really cool to watch. It it's really happy. Is. It's because yeah, he's happy. It he's comfortable. I just love that. It I is. love this. Well, this has been an awesome day today, Tim. This is just gorgeous. Yeah. The sun is finally out. It is still breezy. I think it's warmed up maybe a degree. <laughs> a degree. Of course, I don't know for sure. So, but the people so, are out there still. So based on that degree, you're just going to start stripping off layers because you're no, burning actually, up? No, I'm going to put my hood up because <laughs> the wind is ripping right through me. And I'm sipping on my apple cider. Yeah. I love it. I really do like This is very, very good. I like apple cider. So you know, you know my fear a little bit what? about this podcast is you and I have known each other for so long. We've done other things together mm-hmm. like the radio station and the movie and just hanging out, that I'm afraid that I'm going to think that I've told you a story on the podcast, but I haven't, or 
I'm going to tell it again on the podcast, and you've heard it for the fifth time in these other venues. So we need sort of a signal of, you know, like skull and crossbones where it's like, no, stop, 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 stop. How about I make the D signal on my head for dumbass? <laughs> D, 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 D. That's an inside joke there. Sorry, guys. We'll have to share that a little bit later. Oh, God. But no, that's okay. Oh, God. I don't think you have to worry about it. I think you're fine. All right. Okay. Just And, and if I, he does go off on the wild side, yeah, on the I deep end, I'll just tell you how old he is. I, <gasps> We're the same age. I know it, Darda. Don't All say right, that. Well, right, I guess well. I won't tell you how old he is. <laughs> you can give away what you want. Anything you know about me, you can give away. Seriously. Ooh. Yeah. I have something. Be fun. <laughs> yeah. I have something on an index card for you. Okay. Give me my three what, by five question. Yeah, what is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is the occasion mm -hmm. where you have eaten the most for whatever reason, but have not thrown up? Oh, Lord Almighty. And I have got a story for you that you're not going to believe in. Eaten and thrown, not thrown up. Yes. Well, not that's like up. every Christmas and Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know, you're, you oh. pig out. You, yeah. Thanksgiving for sure when you pig out all the yeah. time. And you, and you do it in series. You'll, you'll start uh, at noon and then you'll come back at three. Oh, yeah. You just keep you, eating. Yeah, it's like do, grazing. Well, that's what I normally yeah, do. Leftovers. Grazing that, or, or I can tell you another time that we ate so much, it's all the seafood stuff. When we would go up to Massachusetts, my aunt and my nana would have seafood ready for, you know, the lobsters. They'd have lobster. Doesn't matter what time of day, eight in the morning, noon, seven at night, whatever, the lobster would be there ready for us. Steamers, hush puppies. Um, what were the other things? Um, it would just be corn, everything on the table, ready to go. Doesn't matter what it was. And we would wow. just pig out. Wow. Pig out. And that's not a holiday. No, not a holiday. Oh, that's just normal. That was that was when we were growing up and would go up there all the time. Have you and ever unfortunately had... Unfortunately, my, my nana and my aunt have passed, so it's so, up to us now to go buy all that stuff and have yeah, it ready yeah, at yeah, 8 o'clock yeah. in the morning. Yeah, yeah. just yeah, 8 yeah. o'clock in the morning. Well, you know, if, if we would come in, if, if the airport, if the flight would come in at 6 or 7 and we oh. arrive there at 8, it would be ready well, for us. Yeah. Or, you know, if we're driving and we get there at... Seven o'clock at night, it's ready for us, or two in the morning, you know, whatever. So was this a kind of hospitality that they would, for lack of a better term, they would force feed you? Every time you came in the door, it's like, you want a piece of pie? You want this? Do you um, want this? And it's like, oh my God, I was here a half hour ago. Yes and no. I mean, there was always stuff out to eat, to munch, but they weren't forcing it. It was just kind of there on the it table. And yeah. the only time that we would really want it was the lobster, I mean, and being from the Midwest, we didn't get lobster all the time. We're from New England, they have it whenever they wanted to. So that was the reason for the lobster there all the time. Yeah. All the time. W when you're exposed to Southern hospitality, like I am. Yes. It's frog raw. It is. What is it? Uh, well, that's where they force feed geese in order to get pate so you can smear it on a cracker. Oh, but that's the pro But that's the, that's the process and Every time you walk through the door, you want a piece of pie, you want a oh. cookie, you want this, you want that. And it's like, oh, well, well you know, I can't eat anymore. Right. I just can't do it. So that, that is your... Fagra. So I, it would be Thanksgiving or Christmas or going up to see my, my relatives in Massachusetts. All right. So here's my story on that. Sandy, my wife, owned uh, an organic cafe years ago, mm -hmm. and she still had a membership for the National Restaurant <laughs> Association. And so I went in as her to the final conference at McCormick Place in Chicago. You went in as Sandy. I did. <laughs> okay. Because. Do I, our heels? Because I thought. <laughs> no, I did not. 
I, I wore culottes. <laughs> Even better. Okay. Just teasing you. I went in. It's McCormick Place in Chicago. It's gigantic. Yes. But the deal is that everybody wants you to taste what they have. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Prove that it's good. Maybe you'll incorporate it in your restaurant. Right. All right. That's the whole point of it. So one booth may be gelato. Mm -hmm. The next booth may be shrimp. Ooh. But nasty combination. Shrimp the, and gelato. Yeah. Yes. The yeah. next may be chili. Oh. And the next may be French bread. So you're eating all of this as you go then? You, yeah. And are they you, big big servings or are they no, small little, little tasters. tasters? Okay. But you can't take, it, the way they set it up, they want you to eat it and taste okay. it. And of course they feed back and they talk with you and try okay. to sell you and blah, blah, blah. Right. So it's not a standalone container that you put in a bag. Ah. And you and you taste it later. No, that's not the way because then they can't talk to you and tell you how they it's made. They want you to eat it right then and there. Yes. Mm. So granted, you have choices whether to eat it or not, but you may never pass that way again through that trade because it's so ah. huge. So you better take it if you want it, if you have any interest in it. Oh, my God. It was two in the afternoon. And there were gurgles happening, oh. like I can't even explain. Because you can imagine, you can imagine this shrimp going down the gullet and landing in a gelato pool. <laughs> With chili dumped on top the, of it. Yeah. Thank you. That's exactly it. Oh, my gosh. And then we'll just throw like a pool toy in there, which would be French bread. That's exactly how it would, Can you imagine what's happening down there? So it didn't, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't come back and get me by any means, as I remember. So I was okay, but you sort of have to stand still and sort of let it process a little bit before you Until continue. you run to the restroom? Yes, yeah. and they're doing coffees and teas and chais and all, oh, I mean, wow. everything you could possibly imagine in a restaurant. So it was really cool. All right, so I'm getting ready to leave and I'm walking down the, the huge corridor at the Airy Crown Theater uh -huh. and I see this great big sign that's there Okay. You know, sometimes when you go by a sign, you only catch a couple of different words. So the first time I passed it, the only words I caught were NRA, National Restaurant Association, oh, okay. and President. That's all I caught. Oh, okay. All right. So I go back around, you know, later on in the day. Then I catch George tomorrow. And I go oh. back. I go back and I'm going, this is not the president of the NRA. This is George W. Bush that's going to be here tomorrow. The president of the United States at talking, that time. Talking to the National Restaurant. Restaurant Association. Wow. So I call Sandy and I said, do you think I can get into this? She goes, you've got a membership? Absolutely. I said, well, I'm not going to be into work tomorrow. Okay. So I did the process mm -hmm. of what you have to do. You had to be scanned and interviewed, sort of, uh, the day before. Oh. And then you go through four metal detectors the morning of before they let you into the Airy Crown Theater, and then it was an hour and 10 minute wait. Oh my. And I'm telling you, the minute that George W. Bush was in the building, you could feel it. Really? Oh. That palpable. Oh my, because it's a beehive of people and everybody's talking into their cuffs and all that oh, stuff with the Secret Service. Oh, the Secret Service. Service, I forgot about that. Yeah, it was a fascinating experience. It does not matter which political platform you desire. It mm -hmm. does not matter. If the office of the President of the United States is in the building, holy cow. It's sort of like Air Force One landing at your yeah. airport. Yeah. It doesn't matter who's on it. Yeah. 
George did um, sort of a prepared speech, sort of a, you know, here's what I need to say to the membership of the NRA. Right. And then he just unclipped the mic from the holder and stepped out from the podium and he goes, all right, ask me anything you want. Oh, wow. So the first 20 minutes was that prepared and then he went an hour and a half. Just answering questions from people in the audience? Just being personable oh, cool. and somebody would say something like, uh, you know, uh, tell me about the bathroom on Air Force One, you know, oh, stuff like funny. that. And of course he's cracking up about it yeah. and he'll tell you, he'll tell you exactly the way it is. Going to a place like that, which was a feed fest. Did he eat a lot of those samples too? Oh no, he was in and out. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, he didn't walk the show. Then end up seeing the president of the United States the next day. It's like, That's well, that, sweet. that was the definition of don't miss the opportunity when it's laying right in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And, and that was probably 2004, I think, something like that. Wow. 2005. Mm. Whenever you need to read a poster twice, go ahead, go and, ahead make and do sure, that. Yeah, make sure you understand. Yeah. Don't miss the opportunity. Yeah. And then pull the trigger. How cool is that? Yeah. Well, Tim. We should not miss the opportunity to get some more apple cider because I'm almost out. Ah, so that means how is yours? Uh, are you are you out? Or are you about are you still there? I'm about I'm about done. Oh darn! Yeah. Well, you know but what I, that means. But I'll tell you, this is our third episode. I love this. This is fun. Oh, I, I love the location thing. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do. I hope when, you like it too. I don't know what happens when snow hits the ground, <laughs> but we'll deal with that. Uh, but I, I have seven layers <laughs> on top and ten layers on the bottom and two pair of boots on. Yeah just teasing but no maybe not, not right maybe yeah not. yeah but i i have to admit i learned something with you mm-hmm. i learned something from you and that is what's stinking cool because we've known each other for a long time but think of everything that's out there that we haven't talked about and i learned something about you mm-hmm. from with and about oh, 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 oh you're not specific that's a general statement a general gotcha statement. well i, I yeah, i'm flattered i do I i'm do. flattered because i, I I don't want you to, as much as I, well, no, 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 hang on a second. I'm thinking about this because I want to say it, I want to say it complimentary, but I don't want it to come back and get me. I want you to remain in the dumbass club. And that, (laughs) and that is an inside joke between Brian Thomas and, and Liz and I, which we may reveal that as things go along. But on the other hand, I don't want you to remain a dumbass. So that's why I keep telling you stories and I keep sucking these stories out of you because they're they're just fun oh we have a blast yeah we've got lots of stories we've lived yeah. a long time so we got lots of good stories yes we do all on index cards well thank you liz it's you're been fun welcome you're welcome well i'm liz wilder and i'm tim larson and until the next time we do life together on life's three by fives thank you for joining liz wilder and tim larson If you'd like to offer a conversation topic suggestion or contribute to the tip jar in support of this podcast, visit lifes3x5s.com. In the meantime, watch our Facebook page for more reasons to join us at another remote location for more unscripted stories on Life's 3x5s.